All right. We are back. It's 2TV Sports. It's a Tosh and Jerry podcast. Back again with your weekly picks, locks, and upsets, Jerry. Week one didn't start off too hot. One and four. But, uh, man, the Browns the Browns really tossed me there. Uh, 58-yard field goal. Not, not what you wanted to see. Uh, the Raiders laid an egg. I don't know why I bet on them. Uh, but Jerry, you hit you hit one of your picks, so you're looking decent to start the season off. It's good to talk to you today. You know, one and one. Can't complain about my start to the season. Hoping to keep it going. Um, we'll try to keep this pod short and sweet, especially because I have my uh, lock for the Thursday night game. So I'm going to just start there and go right into it. It's Chargers Chiefs, one of the AFC epic showdowns, AFC West epic showdowns that we look forward to every year. Um, my lock is for the over under it's at, it was at 54 and a half when I locked it in. Uh, I think everyone and their moms on the over because two high powered quarterbacks, great offenses. No, no. Fade the public take the under two really, really underrated defenses. I think because the season's still really early, you know, you got Khalil Mack added to the chargers. Um, also no Keenan Allen, a short week. I don't see this being a shootout. I see this being a ball control tight low scoring game tonight now it could be dead wrong but i'm locking at the under and the line actually since i locked in at 54 and a half has moved down to 53 so it's starting to tick down yeah jerry i uh i do want to throw some action on tonight's game i i like i like where your head's at here but i i more like it for the the chargers aspect i, I just have a hard time seeing the chargers going into arrowhead week two without their best receiver and putting up more than like 20 points. So the Chiefs division losses that have been to the chargers at home, it's odd. It's super odd, but uh, the chargers of any team can go into arrowhead and win. Um, I'm so the spread right now is four to the chiefs. I'm staying away from that. I don't have a feel for this game about, you know, who I think is going to run away with it or how close it will or won't be. Uh, I just think it's going to be not, you know, up and down the field. Like a lot of people expect you know i could see either team pulling this one out by three i could see either team pulling it out by seven or nine so you know i'm not touching that spread fun game though i mean two of the teams who look the best week one i would say can't miss this game is is the driver's seat for this division for one of the most competitive divisions you know the bills are going to run away with afc have an easy schedule uh being the top team in this afc west is going to be crucial for playoff seating so this game matters already week two yeah, big game, and uh, we'll be tuning in. So, want to have some action on it? I think the over/under is the right call, Jerry. So, yes, I should have got on that. Your a bit uh, lock of the week this week. So, my lock of the week, um, and I've decided the, the Browns cost me. So, what I'm doing now, and I, I did this last year with success. I'm taking teams getting points. I mean, can't go wrong taking teams getting points. So, I was looking at looking at all the teams getting points this week. Uh, I was thinking about Falcons plus 10 and a half against the Rams. I think the Falcons offense is pretty good. Uh, Mariota is better than Matt Ryan. I mean, we're in, we'll have our NFL like kind of bigger picture pod coming out at some point soon. But uh, man, Matt Ryan is a joke. And I said that from the start. Um, I was also thinking about Titans plus 10 against Buffalo. Uh, but 
I don't know. Buffalo's had a lot of time to prepare. But it is their home opener, and the Bills are a wagon. So, (laughs) yeah, they're a wagon right now. So I'm I'm staying away. I was thinking about the Dolphins plus three and a half at the Ravens. Also, I kind of like that, but uh, just too odd. I just don't want to trust him. So the one that I I came to uh, deciding on was the Cardinals at the Raiders. Uh, The Raiders are favored by five and a half. I think these teams are very similar. Quarterbacks are similar. Um, Defenses aren't good. So I think I don't see why the Raiders are five and a half point favorites. It's not like the Cardinals are traveling very far. Like these are two of the closest stadiums to each other, Vegas and Arizona. Um, So I, I like, I like it. So five and a half, I'll take that. Um, so I actually like a lot of the other ones that you mentioned besides the Dolphins covering because I don't think they'll cover. I actually, if I was going to touch this game, I would go Raiders to cover the five and a half on this one. I just don't really? see it with the Cardinals. I don't think they can stop Derek. I think, I, gonna, I think so. The reason for this is because I think the Chargers are that much better than the Raiders and that gets blown out of proportion. Um, and the Raiders, I still think, have a very solid football team all around whereas the Cardinals don't. And so I think they could easily cover, you know, or win by seven rather than, you know, lose by three. So, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Defensive, play defensively this game, is where my worry is with the Cardinals for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see them slowing down the Raiders. So we'll see. We'll see if you're. The, if the thing about the Raiders is the Raiders. The Raiders O-line is bad. It is. It is, but do the Cardinals have anybody to get home? Not yeah, really. Losing losing Chandler Jones is big, big loss, and he's and he's playing against them. So and even with De- Derek Carr having a little bit of time, he did it without Devonte Adams, and I think he'll be uh be all right in this game. They're also at home. I don't know how much that helps really with a Vegas crowd, but I don't know. I don't. Ha- I'm. I think I'm staying away from this game, but I'm not a huge fan of that lock. Which is, you know, I usually like your takes. You know, when you come on here and. Give me the your lock of the week, but I don't know. I'm skeptical of this one. I'm very skeptical. All right, Jerry, why don't you give your uh, your upset of the week? Uh, so my upset is going to be the Minnesota Vikings over the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Eagles defense kind of worries me. They give a bunch of points to the Lions offense, which I think is kind of average, even though they have a crazy, I think they're paying like 70 or $80 million to that offense. Seems pretty high for that, the talent they have there. Um, but anyways, Kevin O'Connell, the new head coach of the Vikings, old Rams offensive coordinator, I think is unlocking Justin Jefferson. Obviously, still have Dalvin Cook, and we've seen Kirk Cousins throw it around in the regular season. Um, I just I know the Eagles are favored to win the division for the NFC East, but I still don't trust Sirianni in a big spot in primetime TV. Um, I think the Vikings are ready to really take control of the team they have been kind of budding and been trying to been trying to be for the past three or four years, <laughs> but Zimmer was kind of holding him back. And I think, uh, I, don't, I you know, I think it, it should be more of a pick I'm kind of surprised the Vikings aren't, aren't closer to this one. It's right now the Vikes are. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that line. I think the Vikings are playing really well right now. They're healthy. Their pastors are healthy. Um, Justin Jefferson is a beast. Obviously they've got so many weapons. I just think they've got a better roster than the Eagles, better quarterback. Um, so leave it up to the Vikings to blow this though, Gary. Yeah. I mean, it's the prime Vikings, like don't get it done spot where like every they're overhyped and like, it's a Monday primetime game. They lay an egg. 
but I don't see that happening with this team. I feel like this team, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, like I still think the Packers are right there competing with the division. Like we saw the Packers lay an egg week one last year, and they've turned out fine. Um, but this Vikings team seems like they're ready to take that step to at least stay in the race a lot longer. I think it starts here. Yeah, I like that. I like that pick a lot. Um, for my upset of the week, Jerry, I'm going against your pathetic Pats team who uh, laid an egg in New England, and I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are getting two points, but I will pick them money line plus 110. I think Mike Tomlin just finds a way to do this year year in, year out. Team's not that good. TJ Watts injured. I get that. But um, but so, I just don't really like what I've seen from the Pats. I think Mac Jones is not going to be able to move the ball very well against this Pittsburgh defense probably a few interceptions. I think it'll be a low scoring game and Pittsburgh's playing at home. So I like the Steelers. Yeah. So I was going to say, if you didn't pick this for your upset, I would have, um, yeah, I don't think <laughs> the loss of JJ Watt should impact this game. I think the Steelers defense is good enough against our pathetic offense. Like you just mentioned, uh, to win without them. I'm not sure why the Pats are even favored in this game. I was surprised by the line when it opened at, with the Pats as favorites and it moved towards a uh, minus two for the Pats. I think it opened at minus one for us um mac jones didn't even practice today he was sick he apparently is going to play uh starting in the game Najee's going to be in the game um i i just i don't see it for the pad side at all like we're on the road nothing's clicking on offense our defensive is suspect and although mr Trubisky doesn't light it up all he has to do is be somewhat okay and with, with claypool he'll be fine uh, and george pickens for that matter um yeah dude i i literally have no idea why the pats are favored in this game makes no sense to me we haven't shown anything. Um, and Tom was showing they went anything. 11 and what? 11 and six last year. People were still, people were still thinking. That yeah. I mean, we got hot in the middle against some very injured teams. Like in that win streak, the Titans didn't have anybody. It was all like practice squad guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get it. The Patriots are a very public heavy favoring team, but I would think the Steelers would be too. I just, yeah, I, it's a fishy line. It's odd to me that, my team is favored in this game. I have them going under eight and a half wins on the season. They weren't close against the Dolphins. It's like, and the Dolphins didn't play well. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just didn't. Two is not good. Um, yeah, dude, I love yeah, that. Two sucks. I love that upset. <laughs> All right, one last thing before we sign off here, Jerry. Uh, did you see that? Did you see this video of Trey Lance that just dropped? No, give me what's the details on it. So, I mean, there's this video of Trey Lance, like, dancing with, like, strippers. Got dropped today. Was um, that after or before <laughs> the Bears game? I don't know, but I'm I'm interested to see how this quarterback battle between Garoppolo and Trey Lance shuffles I think, uh, I was going to say, I think Lance's uh, room to run is getting shorter and shorter with Jimmy G, a man who has taken you to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I get it. He has his deficiencies, but he's better than, like, Everybody is in like 12 other quarterbacks. So you think? I mean, we could do some quarterback rankings on a longer pod, maybe not 12. I'm just not convinced that Trey Lance or Jimmy G is the right quarterback for the Niners. I think that um, it's my biggest takeaway from week one, honestly. Like week one, 17 week season, like so much random stuff can happen. It's not, sure. you don't really have that many takeaways. But my biggest takeaway from week one is that the Niners have 
a little bit of a situation on their hands. Uh, their well, what kind of quarterback would they need? Like they don't, they're not going to get a Josh Allen type or a Mahomes type. It's like, unless you hit him in the draft. I mean, they, like since Trey Lance is the third pick, you expect him to at least be competent or at least better than Jimmy G in my opinion. Like just his running abilities and athleticism, I would expect him to be better. And week one was not that. We'll see. But I think, I think that's, that's my biggest takeaway from week one. So um, interested to see Niner Seahawks. If, if Trey Lance is legit, he'll light up that Seahawks defense. Dude, yeah, I'm in agreement with you there. I don't know how they beat the Broncos. I stayed away from that game. Glad I did. Uh, but I don't see the Seahawks winning anymore. All right, Jerry. Well, it's good to get our picks out. Stay tuned for uh, next week. We'll be back again. And, uh, and yeah, 2TV Sports is signing off the mic.